Hello everyone, this is Lee Henson, President and Founder of Agile Dad, and welcome to today's edition of The Daily Stand-Up. As ironic as it might sound, today's edition of The Daily Stand-Up, we're going to talk about The Daily Stand-Up Meeting. So without any further ado, let's get started. For many, many, many organizations when we go and visit, The Daily Stand-Up seems to be a sticking point. Uh, most people don't understand the purpose or intent of the meeting. Many think it's all about status or the place to resolve impediments. For the Scrum Master, oftentimes it's time for them to become the master of ceremonies where they can enter the meeting with their bedazzled microphone and say, Hey, welcome to Daily Stand-Up. We're so glad you could be here today. So tell me, Marvin, what did you work on yesterday? You know, It, it just becomes this really troublesome, problem-filled uh, meeting where we discuss the same things over and over and things never change. Uh, the team feels like it's a waste of time. We're not getting anything productive out of it. People dwell and go on and on about their problems. They drub on and on. So how do we make this meeting valuable? Uh, how do we make this the centerpiece of all of our other meetings? Well, I put together a short list, and I'll publish this list later online, but I put together a short list of some daily stand-up rules that are both approved and endorsed by the Scrum Alliance and something that we could look at to help make our daily stand-ups run more smooth and effective. If we get these running really, really effective, then it's just a matter of all the other meetings kind of following suit and falling in line. What's going to happen is every one of your meetings will become more effective. Every one of your meetings and every one of your things that you're doing will have a true purpose with, uh, with an intended input and output with a, a scope that's clearly defined of what we're going to discuss. So for the daily stand-up, I want to start with a short list of rules. So first rule, the daily stand-up should never exceed 15 minutes in length. Uh, my rule is 30 seconds per person not to exceed 15 minutes in length. So if you have a large group, 30 seconds per person can usually be done pretty quick. My thought is, even if you had a very large group, that you could probably knock this out in 10 minutes or less. You want it to be a short, sweet, to-the-point meeting where people can talk about things that are going on. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. Next, it has to be same time, same place every day. I don't ever want someone trying to figure out, oh my goodness, what happened? You know, where am I supposed to go today? Who's in charge of this meeting and where is it today? You know, so where is this little stand-up today? It, it just, if you're not holding the same time, same place every day, since everyone and anyone can come to the meeting, you, you could be causing stress on, uh, on the people who are in the meeting or on people who feel like they need to be there and not know where to go, right? So you just want to make sure that you get the same time, same place, especially if meeting, place, if meeting space is limited. Uh, the next rule is no problem solving. Now, this one's interesting for me because I refer to something that Ken said back in the, the original training that I took. He didn't exactly word it no problem solving. He said, you know, we should not pontificate to solve problems in this meeting. And I think when you listen to it that way, that's a separate set of meanings all or a separate set of meaning altogether, right? Uh, instead of saying, hey, you shouldn't problem solve at all, because what we found is majority of problems are easy to solve in 30 seconds or less or 140 characters or less. If we can solve the problem right during the meeting and get it resolved, then solve the problem. There's no harm, no foul. But if it's something that's going to require a long-winded answer, something that's more than 140 characters, something that's going to take you more than 30 seconds to say, it's probably in your best interest to say, hey, you know, I have an idea about that. You know, let's take this offline and discuss it. But the truth is, if you take everything offline, if every time there's a problem, you say, oh, let's take it offline, let's take it offline, then you're not really solving any problems in the meeting, which can cause confusion and cause people not want to be there. So for this one, I want to make sure I just emphasize, if you could solve the meaning, if you could solve the problem with just a few words, you know, solve the problem. Don't just sit there and say, oh, let's have a separate offline meeting to discuss that. Because all you're doing is dragging out this meeting and making it take longer. 
Same is true with no electronics of any kind. So anything that could be a distraction is an electronic. If it's a toy, a widget, a watch, a phone, any of those type of things don't belong in a meeting. That includes displaying your daily stand-up status on a wall, on a tool, uh, any of those visual indicators. The reason why is because if you do that, then everybody's paying attention to the tool and nobody's paying attention to each other. So you want to make sure you keep it you know, short and sweet in a meeting place, but you also don't want a whole bunch of distractions to slow you down. Now, I do have a star next to an electronics rule because uh, it's shameful I have to say this, but any medically necessitated device is perfectly fine. So if you have a pacemaker, hearing aid, battery for electric-operated wheelchair, obviously those things are fine, but you'd be surprised how literal some people take this. So I want to make sure I'm crystal clear about what you can and can't have uh, in that meeting. Silly as it may be, that's what it is. Team rules should be clearly posted on a wall. We want to make sure that everyone can see those, that everyone understands those. I even go as far as to print some of those out. So if someone comes in a meeting and they're unaware that they're breaking a rule, I could hand them a list of these team rules and they can kind of shadow on out and uh, figure out what they were doing wrong. And of course, they're welcome to come back as soon as they get that rule uh, fixed or ratified. So that, they, that way they can get whatever the problem was taken care of so that they can come back in and join a team. Because uh, that's an important one. We also say no pen or paper to record. Uh, I don't want, there should be no output of this meeting. No one should receive a memo saying this is the output from the, from the stand-up meeting or you know, this is the output from any meeting for that matter. You know, these meetings are designed to be for the team and about the team and by the team. If someone present gets some information and they want to write it down, you know, I'm typically okay with that. I just don't want the people on the team you know, uh, thinking that they can... You know, that they can't report honestly, that they can't have radical candor because they're constantly, everything they say is being written down. So tell me, George, what do you work? Oh, you had an impediment. Let me write that down. Your review's coming up. You know, you never want it to feel that way. You want to make sure everyone on the team feels like they can openly speak their mind, right? Uh, I often say, don't be late to my meetings. If you're late to my meetings, I charge a dollar a minute uh, for you being late, which is kind of intense, right? Uh, but the fines go to a reputable charity, and I make sure if you bring electronics, it's the same thing. First offense is $5, second offense is $20, third offense is $100. No one ever brings electronics three or more times, right? But what we do is we find a perfect charity to donate the money to. So the Beer Fund, Slush Fund, Donut Fund, or Team Fund Fund is not a reputable charity. They're not a good charity. You want to try to find something that's a 503C that people believe in. Uh, and I've seen all different types of charities here. It doesn't need to be... Uh, anything perfect but just something that kind of you know ties everything together and uh, helps the team feel like they're doing something to make a difference right uh, and if there's anyone in your team named charity just know she's probably not reputable i don't know just saying that so she doesn't get all the money uh, the team always stands in a circle why do they stand well increased blood flow we want them to be able to concentrate and communicate and we also want them to stand and face each other because then they can see each other eye to eye right now, obviously, if someone's handicapped and they're in a position where they can't stand up, you know, uh, it's not our obligation to force that person to stand up. You know, we can let them relax and sit down and uh, we can finish up, uh, you know, our meeting. Right. So um, it's just interesting to me that, you know, people even have to think this way. So we want to make sure that everyone understands that. You know, standing is required unless, of course, you don't stand, in which case it's not required, in a circle because, well, everyone can see each other face-to-face -face and there's no head or foot of a circle. We want to make sure everybody's good and everybody's comfortable in the meeting. Uh, visitors are allowed to attend a meeting, but they attend around the outside. They're not allowed inside of the circle of trust. That's critical. 
Uh, visitors follow all the same rules as the people who are in attendance at the meeting. So uh, oftentimes I'll print out a set of rules to give to them if they feel like those rules don't apply. And I'll ask them to follow those rules and return when they have followed the rules. So if someone does violate a rule, I will ask them to leave the meeting. Kind of interesting. Uh, we always, always, always end on time because we want to make sure we're staying focused and ending at the time we're supposed to. Even if someone goes long, we want to make sure we end on time so that uh, the next team can come in or the next group can come in. This teaches the team to remain focused and to concentrate on a report that's being given. Uh, in addition, we have some exceptions for remote teams, but I think the thing that I wanted to really dig in on are the three questions. So the three questions here are interesting because they were always taught to me, what did you do yesterday? What are you doing today? Do you have any impediments? Which is great, but it's not the problem we're trying to solve and it's not the information we should be asking for. Instead of what did you do yesterday, our question should be, what items did you commit to complete yesterday and did you finish what you committed to? Wow, that's that's a different question altogether, right? Because you're bringing in some accountability. You're bringing in some, um, some team-based accountability, which I think is totally cool. So that way um, they, they understand that it's not just about what did you do because you could have done anything, but did you finish the things you committed to doing? What do you, Instead of what will you complete today, how about what do you commit to complete today? Because now it's a commitment cycle. It's a commitment process, right? And I think that's the key to making this meeting successful. When people know that they're making commitments at this meeting, they take their work a lot more seriously. And then final, finally, instead of do you have any impediments, we, we might say, if you have an impediment, why'd you wait until now to tell us about it? This is probably the last time we wanted to hear about it because the majority of impediments happen earlier in, you know, earlier uh, before this meeting ever starts, right? So you know, if, if the impediments all happen in a very short time window, you know, we don't want to wait 24 hours to hear about those impediments. We want to make sure we can address them right here, right now, if it's at all possible. Uh, so I know that was a lot of information, but, you know, I hope that you found a little nugget or pearl of wisdom there to help you. And we can do more about this topic at a later time. I don't want to uh, drone on too long here, but I really appreciate you taking the time to be here for today's edition of the Daily Stand-Up. Once again, strong topic, powerful topic. And I encourage you, if you have a chance to download this topic or many others, you know, feel free to have a listen and uh, leave us some feedback and let us know how you feel. You can visit AgileDad.com for more details. Leave us feedback here. And on behalf of the entire Agile Dad team, stay well, stay agile, and take care. Until next time, goodbye.